You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 1414. I was still trying to do everything myself, pulling the list, skip tracing the list, calling the list, negotiating, um, getting photos, setting up when buyers could see it, everything, doing the title work. So I was doing everything on my own. Those deals that you were getting was cold calling? Believe it or not, man, I bought the first Wholesaling Inc. course. I, I think I've sent maybe one batch of mail ever. Right. And I said, you know, I, I'm just an offensive guy. i rather get to yes or no quicker than just wait. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Let me throw a number at you. $316,000. $316,000 in his first year. I am interviewing on the podcast today out of South Carolina, an incredible wholesaler that just exploded onto the scene, took this business extremely seriously, took his work ethic, took his uh, his athletic background and just poured it into his wholesaling business. It is my pleasure to introduce Mr. Michael Fernandez to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. So, hello. Brent, man, thanks for having me. Long time coming and I'm super excited. I'm super excited for this as well. This is one of the questions that I get over and over and over again is, is it possible to replace my income in the first year? Is it possible to make six figures in my first year of wholesaling? I mean, you blew me out of the water. My first year in 2013, I made uh, just over $100,000 and you went triple that uh, in your first year. So I think yeah. that this is going to be an incredible breakdown on exactly how you did that. And yeah. I want to get into, and we, we, we talked about it a little bit before uh, we went live here. We're going to talk about something that I think is really important, which is your energy in this business, keeping your energy. Because I don't think it's a time management issue. It certainly is a priority management, but priorities are stacked based on the amount of energy that you have. So give me a little bit of background on you. Tell me about you. How did you come into this wild and wacky right. world of wholesaling? That'll work, man. So let's see. He said athlete background. I did play football in college. And after year two, I tore my knee for the second time. And I said, you know what? Screw this. <laughs> I'm out. Not worth it. Want to be able to enjoy my life a little bit later on in the years. And so I was kind of spinning around, not knowing what I wanted to do. I had, like you said, all this work ethic, all this energy and all this drive, and I just needed a place to channel it. So I really dedicated myself to practicing like networking at a young age and just meeting other people of business at the Citadel where I went in Charleston, South Carolina. It was a military school. So it was very disciplined, um, like you said, with waking up, having the mental state, being um, the physicality side of things. So what we did most though, where I'm getting at is I really dedicated those last two years to networking with people. And um, I've grown up in the real estate business. My uncle's a long-term buy and hold investor. He's a developer, flipper, you name it. He's been there, done that, any side of the business, lender, everything. So I gravitated towards real estate. I actually got my license right when I turned 18 and hated the retail side. Like awful, man. Went, showed a house said, this is not for me. I'm more of a numbers guy. 
And I want to see the investment side. I loved going to collect rent with him. I loved the slum property side of things. And, um, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, he had a lot of beat up properties that we probably find every day. <laughs> but and, and and does he this just growing up or is this since you've been in South Carolina? Where does your uncle th- live? This he's in Greenville with me as well. Yeah. So this was this was growing up. And so I had a good foundation, but had no clue what I was doing. So when I got my license at 18, I said, you know what, let me network around. I hate the retail side. I actually jumped to a commercial underwriting position where I learned how to run numbers, analyze everything, what makes a good deal from a bad deal from an investor standpoint. And at the end of the day, man, it became time to graduate. And I said, you know, I can always fall back to real estate. I don't really have anything lined up. And so I moved to Denver, Colorado. And this is where I learned my sales side. I actually took an inside sales role, believe it or not, as a wholesaler, but I was wholesaling mutual funds and ETFs. Ah, yep. Yep. So I was covering um, Louisiana, Memphis, Tennessee. I covered parts of Alabama and then the whole state of Louisiana. So I learned sales and I Mm -hmm. learned cold calling, (laughs) which is kind of what led me to how do you be like gritty on the phones and more importantly, how to get creative. So on the other side of this, I'm a work for an asset manager calling up advisors all day. Hey, I know you don't know me. Here's our firm. Here's our fund. What are you guys buying? And they have had so many calls, just like homeowners today, from other wholesalers, trying to put their foot in the door, trying to wedge themselves in. So I learned how to be different. I learned how to be creative. And I just learned how to stand out. And it's a numbers game at the end of the day. So I was on the desk for a little over a year and um, came in, crushed the numbers. I mean, I was not leaving that desk until I made the most calls for the day. Some of the older people on the desk hated it and they gave me crap for it. But sure. you know, that's either here nor there. But at the end of the day, I was not happy. And this is, I go to say this, I think I was 20, 21, 22 at the time when I took the job. And this was a six-figure paying job. I mean, we had a base plus a very handsome uh, commission that we were making over six figures right out of school, but I hated it. And it wasn't worth it for me to stay. Like I mentioned before, my uncle's an investor here. And it came around time that he was going to develop an apartment complex. We've been talking for about six months said, Hey, why don't you come um, back home and help me syndicate the apartment? So after a little over a year of being in Denver, I picked up, moved back to Greenville, South Carolina. And this was right at Christmas. So end, yeah, end of December by February apartment syndication, not happening. (laughs) Very old school guy. Um, He decided to partner on it. They're still developing it. They're going vertical now, actually. But that was over a year ago last, I guess, 20, let's see, 2019 of February. And he said, Hey, well, why don't you go learn how to sell real estate? That's what you wanted to come back. And I said, heck no, dude. I don't <laughs> I want like, to be I a filter. Not, yeah. No, I did not leave the job. And realtors are great. It's just not for me. Let me just clarify that. I get a hundred percent. Same, yeah. same. We, I mean, we work with realtors day in and day out. And um, some of the easiest, most smooth transactions we've had to date are with realtors. Yep. So let me just <laughs> clarify that. I'm not bashing realtors by any means. I just knew it wasn't my liking and it wasn't my forte. So this let was let February. me ask you real quick, Michael. Go ahead. Just to just to interrupt here. How old were you? Because this is interesting. This is just I'm just asking because we have a lot of people that are successful yeah. uh, real estate investors that have kids that, and even myself. I mean, you wonder when do you start introducing kids 
to what you do and going around to these rough neighborhoods and going around and seeing the process. How old were you when your, your uncle started, you know, bringing you around and was that, did he just pull you or were you just naturally drawn to it? You know, I'll say this and he'll probably shoot me for it, but (laughs) so I I grew up and my uncle basically raised me. So I, I grew up single mom household, all that good stuff. So my uncle was very present when we were younger and he kind of took us under his wing and um, I owe my life to that guy. So I'll say that first. And I mean, as early as I remember, eight, 10 years old, love it. Every Saturday, uh, like I said, he's very old school. Every Saturday we would drive around the neighborhoods and I would go stay in the car and uh, watch him go. Cl- I didn't know what he was doing at the time, but watch him go collect rent, uh, come in. I'd be like, man, how does it all this cash? Like what? I don't understand it but it started becoming a little bit normal. And I was like, okay, I'm tying at a very young age properties with this, if you own them versus not owning property. And most importantly, let's see, middle school to high school, he'd say, Hey, you want to go make a hundred bucks for the day? And would go send me to clean out a property. All he would say was, you're going to go clean a property. Little did I know it was people that (laughs) hadn't paid and so on and so forth. We won't go there, but yeah, sir. So I I had kind of grown up going into the, I guess, more of distressed areas of the town. And now it's crazy, man. Everything is revitalized. There's uh, investors, flippers going in there and doing just great things for the community. But I remember those neighborhoods as still being pretty, pretty distressed. Um, oh, it's so I, I, we, we literally change the face of these neighborhoods. I've yeah. seen wholesalers and flippers and investors literally revitalize the worst neighborhoods in Phoenix here. And now it's like these historic and they're beautiful and they're modern and they're, they're so incredible and everybody wants to live there. I mean, there is a huge satisfaction that I, that I get at least going by every deal that I've done and seeing it look completely beautiful. Now it's a wonderful product of what we do. You know what I mean? It's incredible. Yeah. So I'll, I'll kind of fast forward too. So I, I, I had that background of real estate growing up, knowing what he did, but not really knowing exactly how he did it. I just knew that he was in real estate, that he had a brokerage. That was it. And I knew that he had to ma- manage properties of his own, um, but that was it. So when I moved back, I really had no clue on how to purchase property without any money. I had no clue how to market as a wholesale deal. I only knew how to write letters and door knock. And that's what he made me do when I was young. So I would write out, hand out handwritten letters. He'd say, Hey, try and get them to call you. And that's really all I knew. I didn't know the back end of it. I didn't know if he bought it. I didn't know if he listed it. All I knew was he said, write a letter to the property owner. So I had that much information. Okay. And you know, I'm a little slow in South Carolina. So it takes me some time to pick up on these things. But fast forward February of 2019, I went to the 10X Growth Conference with Grant Cardone. This was like a pivotal moment in my in my life, more from a mental state. I was in like a very confused place. I uh, just left a really good job. Colorado's beautiful. I didn't really want to live at home. Nothing against Greenville, South Carolina. I was just ready to kind of branch out, do my own thing. Sure. And so I was very confused. Um, didn't have much direction. Had started interviewing a lot of different places. Once this kind of fell through, because I said, I'm, I'm not going back to listing property. No way. And um, I went to the 10X Growth Conference in February. And man, like it just blew my mind away. Um, just from an entrepreneurial standpoint in a whole, I mean, you had people from sales and marketing, you name it, just founders, creators, uh, real estate developers, real estate investors. 
And so I came back just on fire, man. And I'll tell you, a guy in the tribe, Carson Fox, I'll, I'll call him out here. I owe everything wholesaling wise to him because we sat down for lunch and I knew that he was, um, I saw a lot of his deals. My uncle was like, Hey, this Carson guy keeps sending me deals. He's like, and he keeps sending me all this freaking mail. Tell him to cop calling me. <laughs> and he knew that we knew each other. And, um, I sat down with Carson and he told me a little bit about what he was doing. And this was right before I went to 10 X. And the day after I went to 10 X, I kid you not, man, I had spent all the money in Denver. So I was broke, dude. I, I went skiing, fishing, camping, hiking, you name it, had no money left over. And I said, all right, if this is real, I went on to the wholesalinginc.com and I was like, no way people are making 20, $30,000 on an $80,000 property. For me, mm -hmm. I was like used to making 3%. So I said, this has got to be like fake. And I scheduled a call. I actually, the day I got back from 10X, I said, yep, this is what I'm doing. I put it on my credit card, man. I think it was like $5,500, something absurd like that. I've never spent that much money in my life on something. And I said, well, I know the biggest investments yourself. I'm going to learn what these guys are doing because I know if they can do it, I can do it. And that's just always been my mindset. Yep. So put it on the credit card, still had no clue what the hell I was doing, man. I studied the course and I, and I just dove in all in, but it was frustrating because I was like too scared to spend any more money on mail. So sure. I said, all right, let me get back to what I, what I know how to do. And that's pick up the phone and call people. And so I learned cold calling, like I said, at the sales division, I learned how to build a team around that. And I said, all right, I'm going to get creative. I'm going to call people. This was probably, yeah, this was March when I bought it and April, no deals. And May, I told you just now, before we started the podcast, May 19th, of 2019 was my first deal ever. I actually cold called a house. It went horribly. Threw out a band <laughs> sign. Went horribly. Like this is those those two months of learning what I'm doing. And I knew band signs. I knew handwritten letters. And I knew how to cold call. Obviously, couldn't get anything. And one day, I, I swear, I was really like, man, this doesn't work. And I hopped on LoopNet, believe it or not. And I said, all right, I'm going to call this broker and see. He just posted a little triplex. Let me just see if I can get this thing under contract. And um, he posted it, and like it said, two hours ago picked up the phone, called him. I said, Hey man, I'm going to write you a cash offer right now. I'm sending it over, get your, your seller to sign. And I was just very direct to the point, locked up my first deal on LoopNet. And Explain uh, what LoopNet is to anybody that's not familiar. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like a Zillow for commercial properties, right? People go on brokers, like go on. commercial properties, office yep. buildings. Yeah. Huge, so, huge buildings. Yep. Yep. So for some reason there was a triplex on LoopNet and I said, all right, this is a, kind of odd. Let me call it. Um, got it under contract. And I kid you not, five days later, I like picked up the phone, called a buyer, said, Hey, this thing's got to go sight on scene. And I had no clue. Like I just listened to the course. Yeah, you know, I've never heard of someone buying a property without seeing it. I took really good photos, video, sent it over. They went out on a limb for me. The deal was to the dollar, $5,500. And I've never been so stoked to go pay off a credit card. <laughs> yeah. The first deal was the biggest and the most pivotal time in the wholesaling career because now it built up my belief system. Okay, it's possible. It can happen. I just made a $5,500 fee when the broker made like 1200 bucks. He was pissed at closing. He's like, how did you just do that? But he was confused, never knew what was going on. Sure. And um, after that, it picked up pretty quick, man. Seven days later, I got another deal, um, made 6500 bucks, And then it was kind of on from there. I partnered up with um, another wholesaler here in Greenville, who's actually a part of the tribe as well. He bought, he's the one that introduced me to you, and that's Pat Martin. Mm -hmm. And um, we did a drive for dollars on the app. 
So went around in the neighborhood, saw a distressed property. Which um, uh, deal machine? Yep, deal yep. machine. So got into my deal machine, exported out, got the seller's phone number, cold called the seller, got creative. Property has been sitting there for years, and it actually had a lot of um, title problems, probate issues, and no one had just taken the time to work on the deal. And I said, Pat, I said, hey, man, I, this is in a very good zip code. I know buyers would kill to have this deal. Let's let's work on the seller. And I think it took probably 45, 60 days for us to sort everything out with the probate court. Um, the attorney was super slow. In South Carolina, we use attorneys because it's attorney state. And um, they just weren't having it. They're like, oh, we've already had this property in here two times. We weren't able to close it. Well, Pat and I closed it. Um, and we made 30000 on that one. And so we, we joint ventured it, split it down the middle. And like I said, from there, it was just, okay, I've got the belief system. I know how to do this. And this is what I know Carlos Reyes says a lot. Like you go from hustler to CEO. And I was like still in like hustle mode. I was still trying to do everything myself, pulling the list, skip tracing the list, calling the list, negotiating, um, getting photos, setting up when buyers could see it, everything, doing the title work. So I was doing everything on my own. And, um, and those deals that you were getting was cold calling? Yeah, everything I've done, I'll, I'll, believe it or not, man, I bought the first wholesaling ink course. I, I think I've sent maybe one batch of mail ever. Right. And I said, you know, I, I'm just an offensive guy. I'd rather get to yes or no quicker than just wait. And so I picked up the phone and just dialed my eyes out. Like, I, that's all we did. So that's all I did. When I joined the wholesaling ink course in 2016, yeah. Sent out one batch of mailers and I was like, I'm not waiting around. I'm going to get after these. And literally yeah. just same thing. And literally that year went to like 700 and what was it? 780 or 842,000. But yeah. it was uh, being on offense. I love it. Yeah, I love it. And I'll say this and he'll, he'll probably text me shortly after he hears this. Um, we were in, um, Patrick and I were in on that meeting with the seller. And uh, one of Carson Fox's postcards was in there. Yeah. And I texted Carson before. I said, hey, man, if you're working on this, I'll, I'll back off. And he's like, no, go ahead. Um, but that just shows like the cold calling and and having an, an intention to get in front of the seller. Yep. And it, and I, I go to these three things. It's people data speed. And so it's who who's going to sell. I know they're going to sell. It's a matter of when they sell and who they sell to. And so it's people data. And now, now we're getting into like tracking and trying to run a business. Um, and speed, speed kills. If yep. you talk to a motivated seller, I mean, we are on that seller so like white on rice. I'm telling you, until we get a screw you and hey, I'm not interested anymore. Because I know that the more time a deal goes, the more time it's gonna go to someone else or fall through. Absolutely. So what we're a- we're very admin about that, and I think cold calling does a great job. One of my favorite things, Michael, of all time when I was going on appointments was seeing because we're all close here in Phoenix. Yeah, all absolutely. I would grab the postcards or the letters or whatever of, of my buddies, my competition, yeah. I put it to the signed contract that I got at the door because I cold called them. I'd take yeah. a picture and I'd send it to them. I wouldn't post awesome. or anything like that. I'd yeah. just send it directly to them. But it was just, it, it was speed. You know what I mean? It was just speed and speed and speed and speed. And I was always ahead of them. None of them, literally none of them were like, hey, I got this deal from this this mailer yeah. and they said that you've been calling all the time. Yeah. That never happens. I'm telling yeah. you, if you have this type of attitude, if you have this personality that you want to be on offense, you have to be proactive. You have to pick up the phone. And I mean, you're absolutely crushing it, man. Let's move a little bit to sure. the energy side of things, right? Okay. 
because you were super dedicated to um, to your workouts. You're super dedicated to your your schedule and your routine. Yeah. But beyond, I mean, obviously that's going to get you going, right? That that yeah. charges up your battery. But how do you keep energy? And where do you see you have the most energy in this process? You know what I mean? In your day-to-day, where do you see you're yeah. just like pumped about? Yeah, I'll say this. I've learned to take a step back from everything. And, I, and I'll give you some background here. But it's 100% mental. The, the physicality comes into play. But all the physical does is just build mental strength as well. Yep. And I will say that to this one thing that really changed my energy level and the way that I was committing to this was Todd Toback's No Limit Sales Course. When you guys came out to that, um, I said, you know what? Investing in myself, I'll say best best return on on investment you can have. I've spent thousands of dollars in the last year on mentorships. On well, you joined pro- Wholesaling Inc. and TTP. Yeah, and yours. And I said, you know, I I can listen to Brent all day on YouTube, but going the next level and committing. It's just a different aspect. And I'll say this, you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with. And so even though you're in Arizona, I'm here, like, I still feel like I'm part of your family. Um, we came out and met you. And it's just like that. You've got to have that energy in the early stages, because yep. I'll say where I was by myself doing everything, it's very tough to, to be motivated when things aren't going right. It's very tough to keep um, being persistent and consistent, driving for dollars, cold calling. Um, doing your list when you're not seeing any fruit. Yep. So it's it's a belief system. And on that No Limit Sales course, Todd's very first module, I love it. I give it to every guy that ever comes in this office. And I say, hey, sit down, study this. And the very first module of like 25 is mindset. And it's the mindset of a six-figure wholesaler. And before he breaks down to how to cold call, how to do a list, who, what the heck is wholesaling? He says, it's your mindset. And I will 100% back him to say, my mindset plays everything in this business. It's belief system. Like I said, I wrote, like was raised by a single mom. Dude, I didn't, I didn't think it was possible to make 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. You hear some people making over six figures a month, mm-hmm. let alone like a year. It's a ridiculous amount of money, but it's a belief system to say like, they've done it. Now I just need the right vehicle and the tools and the resources to get me there. But it's, it's giving yourself that, that you deserve it and that you believe. And so a lot of mine is reading. I'll just tell this reading podcast. I mean, I'll, I'll meditate every day, take 10 minutes to myself. If you don't have 10 minutes, then you don't have a life. Like you got to give yourself at least 10 minutes to yourself to just sit there and um, say at least what like you're grateful for. I mean, this is an insane opportunity that we have to, to be able to work for yourself, replace your income, like you said, and double your income, if not quadruple it with some people in some cases. So I would say it starts out with like gratitude. I mean, I pray in the morning, do devotionals. We do these with our team now every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And it's just, it's just iron sharpens iron. It's a proverb. If iron sharpens iron. It's biblical. So who you surround yourself with, whether that's in person, whether that's audio, whether that's books, it's going to pan out for the rest of your life. So I try to surround myself with people that are like you, where I want to be. I want to be heading in your direction on the same path. Not yeah. like, oh, look at that guy. That seems cool. No, like, hey, I want to look to the right and left and see you guys right there with me. And that's kind of the direction it goes. I mean, of course, work out once, sometimes twice a day, obviously. I mean, I'm standing up now and listen to you standing desk. You've got to have the energy. You've got to have the tonality. If you're sitting down crunched over, I mean, you don't have any belief. You can hear it on the other end of the phone, so on and so forth. So, I mean, every day starts out with like 
writing down my goals, writing down my targets, my successes from yesterday, my successes, I'll go ahead and say what I succeeded in today for like future. Cause I'm just going to manifest that every day. And, um, of course, I mean, we work out program. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Let's yeah. break down a deal. Okay. So I see, guys, if you're listening to this on the podcast, make sure you check out the interview on Brent Daniels' YouTube, uh, just Brent Daniels Real Estate on YouTube, and you can see, you can put a uh, face to a voice, but behind Michael is a very, very filled board with all sorts of goodies on it, all sorts of deals breaking down, and uh, there's one particular on there that you wanted to sure. talk about, right? Yeah, man. So I'll, I'll break this down too. This isn't, this is not me. I can't take all the credit for this. Sure. This is uh, all my acquisitions managers. So I've, I've broken down theirs to buy person. So we've got theirs here and then the deals they have under contract and already assigned, ready to close. Um, the one Brent's talking about, this is actually a, so this was a high equity vacant list. And I did what from this? what, from what resource? Ten. This was um, a prop stream. Robstream, ttpdata.com, yep. ttpdata.com. Go ahead. Yeah, so we did a 10-plus uh, year ownership, absentee owner, and I contacted the lady out of North Carolina. So she's a state away. Um, property's been vacant for five years. It's beautiful. She bought a new construction house, and believe it or not, she's just been sitting on it for no reason. She yep. It was free and clear. She doesn't know anything on it. So there wasn't really that much pain in terms of like payments or anything that she was behind or needing any financial alleviation from, but it was more of, Hey, I got to find someone to cut the grass. And she's a super sweet old lady. It's like the, when you get that lady on the phone, you, you kind of get relieved. <laughs> Thank God I can talk to someone, have a conversation. And, um, believe it or not, man, this call started right before I came out and saw you in February. And awesome. I, I think you remember right when I got back, we dealt with some family stuff and um, so I had kind of taken some time to myself and um, everything with the virus. And I just decided out of the blue a month ago to just make a follow-up call, um, negotiated a pretty good price on it. And we've, we've got under contract for 172.5. We'll actually take this deal down um, and then relist it on the MLS. Because like I said, it's a new construction house. Like you pull, I pulled up, I said, well, I've never been to a house like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this uh, is a deal. You were telling me about it literally. And I'm telling everybody I have done hundreds over 1,500 deals. And I have never had a property that is like new and it's nice and it's pristine and it's at this big of a discount. This is absolutely bananas. She's pumped about it. We got it for 172.5. We'll take it down and we're going to list it on the MLS for about two 239. Hope to get it 235. What do you think you'll net on it? So it'll be about 62, 62.5. <laughs> 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 It's incredible. Yeah, that is incredible. That is great. And how long? And, and this is something you mentioned that you're in two other markets. So you're in three markets. Yeah. Okay. So, so to fast forward to um, when I came and saw you, you had really sat down, and that that's a game changer alone. If if anyone students are listening and you're like on the bubble, it's um, so you're probably hating for this because you're going to get flooded, but. <laughs> Spend the money, go take the flight, go see Brent, go sit down with him. It just puts things into a reality of, man, this guy's real. He's not just some big head with a nice haircut or behind the screen. That's it. That's it. <laughs> just meet him, sit down with him, and man, you just dissected everything. Yep. And I'll tell you, it was a game changer to just sit with you, go over all of the business, and just say, hey, we're kind of struggling here. Here's what I see, and just minor tweaks. 
And so um, that that helped tremendously, man. And then I'll tell you, even a step further was, hey, do you want to go on a ride along with Pace Morby? I said, who the heck's Pace Morby? And uh, that alone, I came back with so much more grit. I thought I was working hard. I was realized I was not working at all. Yep. From coming out and seeing the activity you guys have in Arizona, and it's just. It's insane. We rode around. It's great. Any any TTP member that's listening to this or anybody interested on Fridays when things are open, it's opened up now, our office is open up now, um, people can come in, spend a day, spend uh, spend time with my team, break down your business. It's more about you. I mean, you get to pick the brain of everybody that's in my office, but... Pace yep. Morby, who's an incredible creative finance and wholesaler, he's in the office next to me. So he goes on ride along. He's very rarely at the office because he's always out doing deals. Yep. But he uh, he takes uh, the TTP family because he is part of the TTP family um, yep. around to um, to his deals. And it's like hundreds of thousands of dollars of value. I swear. It's incredible. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I tell you, man, between those two is worth the trip alone. So yep. where we're at today. I don't even remember the question, man. I want to start going on a tangent. <laughs> no, it, it's just so you're in three different markets, which is yeah. incredible. Okay. And what is your what does your team structure look like now? So we are in Greenville, South Carolina. Um, we branched down to Jacksonville, Florida to test it out in Birmingham, Alabama. I've got a good the reason to Birmingham, I've got a good buddy of mine who I went to college with, and he's been um, selling a lot of deals there. And I said, Hey, we'll do some marketing, we'll lock them up, you sell them until yep. we figure out the market and if it's working. So we've been doing that. Jacksonville, I actually, uh, random connection, but through the Citadel as well, reached out to me, was wanting to learn about wholesaling. And he just brought a tremendous amount of value to me right off the bat and said, hey, I'll cold call for you. I'll make a lock of deals. And he just started like really bringing in a strategy to the business, like what we were talking about, um, what I was really lacking. Because I'm very scattermind. Yep. I'm very like, Visionary, I, I got a thousand ideas flowing through my head already. I already went off tangent with what we were talking about. But that's how I am. So he kind of has brought a lot of structure to this. And to where our team's at now, you told me I needed one acquisitions manager. Little did I know we've got six now. <laughs> and these guys are, I brought that whole old cold calling model back. And I said, hey, I know that the um, logistics model is is take it from cradle to grave. And the model that I learned from sales was cradle to grave. Mm-hmm. I cold called my own leads. I nurtured my own leads and I closed my own leads. And so each um, rep, I think I've got it here now. So I've got down the acquisition manager, how many leads they've had for the month. And so we've got 35, 11, 57, 17, 40. And at the end of the day, it's a numbers game. And if we look at this leads per deal, you can kind of see like it takes one of my guys, Nick, who's a stud who I met at um, call motivated sellers through you guys. Um, I met him through there. Dude, this guy's got freaking, I think it takes him five leads to get a deal because mm-hmm. he's so good now and he's just learning the acquisitions and how to convert. He's been cold calling for years. And so he's like very natural on the phone, very good tonality. And now he's taking that leap to get to conversion. And so that's been our focus. And I'm, it's a numbers game. People data speed. How many leads can I send in per day? How many leads of those are going to turn into offers? And how many offer those are going to turn into contracts? And so the last three months, with the COVID, it was a blessing, man. Our business went more um, on the creative side. We, we were fine. And it just gave me the time to finally dial in this system. And so they, I pull the leads. They, the leads are locked into Podio as soon as they start. And hey, what are you guys going to do this week? What are you guys going to do today? Because you control how much you're getting paid now. Awesome. They, they love it. So they hated the, just the cold call. I would too. I said, I don't want to be a cold caller the rest of my life. 
So let me, let me see how I can train guys up and how we can kind of grow them as well. So I teach, I do a lot of the real estate side of things and they're, I'm looking for people that are very like gritty, want to just, they understand sales, they want to learn and they're just hungry, ready to make some money. And it, I'll tell you, man, me making checks is fun, but giving bigger checks to, to people that work for you is, is really cool. And you just see them like build up a, a set of confidence and it's just, it, it's it cool. Change lives. Yeah. yeah that's right. Not only are we doing it with property owners and cash buyers, and we're also do, now doing it in-house and it's just cool to see that. So I've had some guys, he, I had an intern last summer. He's, he's back with me here. I literally will say, Hey, he passed the test. You go, you go see if he's good or not. <laughs> and he knows enough now or he's like, yeah or nay in a matter of a day or two because yep. of sh- some shadowing. Hey, see ya. And w- I mean, at the end of the day now, I've, I've got to learn how to run a business and that's the trajectory that we're taking. So we kind of, it, it's, it, <laughs> it's not as slow. It's not as like slow or fluffy too. anymore. Yeah. yeah. Now, now I'm more like direct straight to the point. Let's good. Let's see what we can do. So. Good. Well, give advice to, and first of all, anybody that wants to get deals from you or squad up with you in those markets, what, uh, should they reach out to you on Instagram? What's the best way? Yeah, it's, um, Instagram is Michael F 34 and I'll, I'll even throw my number out there. 864-908-6272. So if you are in, uh, Birmingham doing deals, if you're in Jacksonville and you have buyers, we'll lock them up. We'll let you sell them and we'll JV the deal. So we're learning new markets and I don't mind at all working with other people. We work with other wholesalers, realtors all the time. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. Give a quick, if you, in 90 seconds, what you would do, what advice that you would give somebody that's never done a deal before for them to do a deal. I got it. It's a no brainer because this is what did it for me. Uh, four spiritual laws of prosperity. Buy the book, read it, listen to it, just immerse yourself in it and say, I'm going to do this for the next 21 days and no matter what, and it's no complaining. And I'll tell you this, the tithing aspect has changed our business. And for me, I said, you know what? I remember the night I was there. I said, Malachi 310, those that tithe, um, he'll open a storehouse where there's no more room to fill because there's going to be so much coming down. And so what I would do is get that book. I would follow it step by step. And I would literally immerse yourself in Brent's content. There's so many distractions out there on Instagram, on YouTube. Quit listening to it. It's all BS. Find one person to listen to and dive into their strategy. Dive into what they're teaching you because it works and it steps. And there's not many people saying, do this step by step by step by step. So I would get the book, number one. Number two, I would follow Brent. I would listen to Brent and take it very seriously. And then number three, I would just believe it for yourself. I would... I would go ahead and write on the wall very specifically in 30 days from now, I closed on this house on this street and made this much profit. And I would make it happen. I would read it every day and just build that belief system in you. And each day, one podcast a day. I mean, I don't listen to music in my car. I listen to podcasts. Yep. I don't listen to music in the morning at the gym. I listen to podcasts and I would study it, but don't get distracted. There's so many different things on, oh, how to do this, how to do this next flashy object. It's very simple. Drive for dollars, get the phone numbers, cold call them, get creative, get in front of the seller, beat the other people that are competing. You don't want to compete. You want to dominate. You want to have the best offer. You want to be different. You want to show up early. Those are things that just come with characteristic traits. And that's something you got to be if you're going to work and make this business work for you long term. Any blind squirrel can find a nut. Anyone can do a first deal. The, The thing is you want to replicate it and rinse repeat. And then you want to systematize it. Then you want to scale it. 
and now you want to delegate it. So this is the thing. Read the book, number one. Number two, uh, follow Brent. Number three, write the goal. Make it happen. See it every day. Just immerse yourself in it and believe yourself that you can do it. And I'll tell you, man, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. And all I did was follow a system. And I mean, the guys at TTP, obviously, you've created a very clear-cut, step-by-step process on how to get a deal. So I I appreciate it. Um, it's changed my life. And cold call, man. Make it happen. Make it happen. Yeah. No one is working hard. I, I promise you. I thought I was working hard until I right. came out and met you guys and said, man, these guys are committed. These guys are all in. Yep. And uh, if you're working a nine to five, you still have eight hours in the day to do this. Yep. Wake up earlier, sleep less, make it happen. Like I said, if you're going to go all in, go all in. Don't don't go halfway and straddle the fence. And that was the best thing I did. I, I went all in. Love it. Love yeah. it. And you gave your phone number. So, I, I mean crazy guys three hundred and sixteen thousand dollars in his first year a couple resources that he used deal machine that's your driving for dollars app use the ttp code it's the biggest discount that they give out use the ttp code ttpdata.com powered by PropStream. that'll get you the lists and help you comp your properties call motivated sellers they are uh, a phenomenal uh, company for hiring americans to make your cold calls batch skip tracing for your accurate phone numbers. And that's it. I mean, that I, I mean, absolutely incredible. Thank you. I mean, such an inspiration. You're going to get absolutely dumped on. So get ready. Get ready for that. That's all right, man. If, you're, if you're in those markets, guys, definitely yeah. reach out to Michael. He's the real deal. He is working this thing. He is he is going to uh, help you out. In if you've got a deal, he'll help you sell it. If you want yep. some some help putting it together, um, definitely lean on him for that. So, yep. and of course, listen. This business comes down to one thing, and that is having quality conversations with distressed property owners. You consistently do that, you will win. Quality conversations with distressed property owners. Yep. If you want to join the most proactive group in real estate investing with Michael, it is the TCP <laughs> program. Go to wholesalinginc.com, wholesalinginc.com. Check it out. If it feels good in your gut, sign up for the call. It'll be the best 45-minute call of your life. It'll either be with me or with somebody or with my right-hand guy. So uh, make sure you set up that call and uh, get after it, guys. Listen, it's a simple business. It's all about talking to people, which I encourage you to do every single day. Thank you, Michael, for being on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you guys for listening or watching. Until next time, love you. See ya. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.